you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 96. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. I'm super excited to dive into today's topic, but before we do, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Mastermind Parenting Membership, our exclusive private year-long mastermind. In the mastermind, you're going to find a tribe of smart, determined, and sometimes even slightly rebellious parents who all happen to have something in common. We all have at least one strong-willed kid. We're a group of trailblazers. We believe that everything's figureoutable. We learn how to laugh more and yell way less. We solve problems. We have productive combos instead of lectures that always fall on deaf ears anyway, as you guys know. We're a group of action takers. We don't allow ourselves to stay stuck living in a home that feels like we're walking on eggshells. Life's too short for that. We dig in, we take action, and we figure out what's coming up for us when our kids are pushing our buttons. We also learn to see our kids differently and how to speak to them in a way that they can actually hear without the constant fighting and dictator type behavior. We change patterns that have possibly been in our families for generations. We become the happy problem-solving parents and people we hope our kids will grow up to be because you can't teach what you don't have. You got to do it first, guys. The doors are officially open and we're enrolling for the Mastermind Parenting Membership February Cohort Group. So if you're ready to get the coaching, support, training, resources, and accountability you deserve to finally take your family from surviving to thriving, I want you to join the Mastermind. Go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash February and apply for the mastermind. There's an option to book a free call with Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y on my team if you want all the deets to determine whether the mastermind would be a good fit for you. It's mastermindparenting.com forward slash February. Giant things are happening in the mastermind. So if you've been a podcast listener for a while and you are ready to have some accountability and experience a community like you have never, ever been involved in, then come apply for the mastermind. Hi guys. How are you this week? In today's convo, I cover the top tip to diffuse a potential meltdown and I included a free training I did on Facebook Live, which is all about when your kid starts to spiral. But really, I told a story about when I was starting to spiral that I think a lot of you guys will probably relate to or maybe think I'm even nuttier than you 
may already think I am and, um, and just what was going on for me and what helped to talk me off that ledge, off that crazy town ledge um, and how using that exact same uh, method really is the answer when you see your kids starting to spiral and then, you know, when you like say the wrong thing and they spiral more and then it's just like the point of no return and you're like, damn it, I, I, I knew I, why didn't I just know what, the, what to say? I didn't know what to say in that moment. I want you all to listen to this episode because I think after this episode, you're going to realize what, what little tiny thing you were missing and it will really equip you to know what to say next time you recognize they're in that place where they could, they could be, you know, if you use the right tool, they, it can diffuse the situation. If you use the wrong tool, um, it's going to be, go to the point of no return. So I, uh, hope you find this episode useful. Have a great week. Hi guys. I wanted to make you a free training, um, about, you know, when you're, kid is starting to escalate and you know that it's not going to be good like very soon like they're they come they're whining they're maybe even crying they're all dramatic and they're acting like they're um just like on the verge of going to that point of no return um i have a tool i want to teach you guys today and to explain sort of how it works, I want to tell y'all a quick story. So, um, although maybe it won't be so quick, but I'll try. So at the end of the summer, I was visiting San Diego. I went on a vacation. I was meeting up with some friends and their kids. And I was there with two out of three of my children. And my kids are teenagers. So I was there with my, with my senior and almost a senior in high school daughter at the time. She's now almost done with first semester of her senior year of high school and my youngest child who was going into eighth grade. So 13 and 18 were at my favorite hotel, like this place that we've been visiting for many years and it's right on the beach we like and we just love everything about this hotel. It's a little boutique hotel. It's not too fancy. It's two stories. It's just, we've just loved it for years. So we're there. And I have teenagers that sleep in. Um, so now like the tables have turned where this is what happens when you've got little kids, you're like, just sleep, just sleep. And now I'm like creeping out of the hotel room because I, they won't wake up. Um, but I'm also wanting them to get their sleep. And it was the first day of our vacation and we're getting used to a little bit of a time difference. And I really want them to get their sleep because I know it's going to you know, it's going to be the difference, even with teenagers, like it never stops. It's going to be the difference between a good day and a bad day. So I'm wanting them to get their sleep, but I'm getting up at the crack because I'm middle-aged and they sleep in. So I told y'all it couldn't be too fast. So I'm there. It's like six o'clock in the morning, which is eight o'clock Houston time. So I'm like wide awake and I'm trying to be super quiet and the hotel room's so dark. And all of a sudden it is six o'clock in the morning and I'm just hearing kids running down the hall yelling at the top of their lungs stomping like having some kind of a dance party and it goes on for like 20 minutes and um and it's crazy and so i'm wanting it not to wake my kids up because i'm certainly not wanting to have cranky teenagers that got woken up at six o'clock in the morning so i leave my hotel room and i go downstairs and um 
and I go to the lady at the front desk and, um, and I'm literally like, 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 like sweatpants, no bra, like I looking like a haggard woman. And I'm like, what is the story? Why is there so much noise? And the lady's like, excuse me. And it's, this is a small hotel. And I said, I don't understand. There's like kids running up and down the halls and they're making all this noise at six o'clock in the morning. And she's like, ma'am, we cannot tell other guests how to behave. And I was like, really? Cause it's six o'clock in the morning. It's a bit ridiculous. And she's like, well, we didn't hear anything down here and it's not a big hotel. What do you expect us to do? Tell other people how to parent their kids. And I was like, I expect you guys to be thinking about all of the other guests that are sleeping at six o'clock in the morning and to go and to tell the people, hey, this is not okay. Like, bring it outside. Like, you need to be quiet. She's like, we cannot tell. So she starts arguing and she's like, I don't know what you want us to do, but we cannot tell. So she's arguing with me. Well, guess what happens? Like, I was already like on the verge, uh, like I was escalating and I came downstairs and I come to her for help. This, this, it's like a kid going to an adult for help. So I'm going to the lady that works there for help. And she starts arguing with me. She basically tells me that there's nothing she could do. She basically is insinuating that I'm ridiculous to think that other guests should be told not to be disruptive, should not be loud. So she's arguing with me for being upset rather than coming from a place of helpfulness. And I'm, I get more frustrated and so I start to escalate. And I start to ex escalate and I'm like, you know, so I start arguing, I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I'll just take it up with your manager later, okay? So she's like, fine. And so she's really rude to me. So I'll give you the rest of the story in a minute. But the bottom line is, is how many times are our kids the six o'clock in the morning version of me, they're, they've got some kind of upset. They come to us for help and we try to argue with them why they shouldn't really be upset, how there's nothing we can do. Um, and we try to talk them out of their upset. Okay. It never works. All it ends up, all that ends up happening is exactly what happened with me. I got more upset and then I'm ready to take it up a notch. Then I start like, you know, like I didn't even know what version of myself I became in that moment. Like, frankly, I was glad none of my kids were with me because they would have been super embarrassed. Um, and I know I look like a crazy person, but like I was pissed. She was not hearing me. And I was like just escalating and escalating and escalating. I was super triggered. So this is exactly why our kids, when they come to us and they're experiencing upset and then we say something and next thing you know, they're just losing it. Like we say the exact opposite thing that they need in those moments. And that just accidentally exacerbates the situation. And then they start spiraling to a place of even more upset, just like the lady at the hotel did with me. So let me talk about the solution. The solution is exactly what happened later when I went and met the manager, the manager, he handles it. I said, you know, I had a situation this morning with um, the woman at the front desk and I said, so I was really upset. It was six o'clock in the morning. It's our first day here on vacation. 
and my kids are still sleeping and there was some really loud guests running up and down the hall and I came down and I wanted her to help me manage the situation and she she wasn't willing and I got really upset and um and I just I don't know I don't know if you guys have a policy that you you know whatever and all he did was he was like wow you got woken up at six o'clock in the morning he's like I am so sorry that that happened yeah that's upsetting and um and you came down to get some help and you didn't receive any and I was like yes exactly and he's like that must have been super frustrating. I was like, it was frustrating. And, and then I started owning. I was like, yeah. And then I kind of started acting a little crazy. And he's like, well, it's understandable. Like you were tired. You're on vacation. And you're here at a hotel that you love. And you expect to be able to get a decent sleep. And then you get woken up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Your first day on vacation. Like I, it's understandable. And I was like, well, thank you for understanding. He was like, yeah you know what, we're gonna, and so then he kind of, he, after he did that piece, then he kind of like goes on to tell me all the ways that they're gonna remedy this situation. And by the end of my trip, because of this guy, the way he handled the situation for the rest of my trip, I had the best time. I mean, he, what, he came from a place of wanting to help, seeing my perspective, um, like didn't argue with me at all and next and then I became kind of an ideal guest and I was like I have loved this hotel forever and I will just oh I went on Yelp I've never given a review ever on Yelp I went on Yelp and gave them a five-star review because he literally changed my whole vacation so he went from the possibility of me never a loyal formerly loyal you know hotel guest to never coming back, losing my business, to making me a customer for life, and even going and posting a five star not on not on Yelp on Travel Advisor, a five star review on Travel Advisor. Okay, so that's because he handled it this way. When your kids are experiencing upset, like crazy person me at six o'clock in the morning with the hair and the sweatpants and the no bra and the whole thing, instead of doing what the hotel man the hotel lady at the front desk did and arguing with your kids i want you to do these things number 1 you've got to walk in their shoes and imagine it from their perspective that's what this guy did you're on your vacation you got to see their perspective you got to imagine walking in their shoes yeah it's understandable you're on vacation you don't want to be woken up at six o'clock in the morning yada 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 you have to walk in the other person's shoes that's number one walk in their shoes to see their perspective really imagine if you have this crazy person coming up to you super irate and upset there has to be something from their perspective that would make them that upset and irate. So your kid comes to you with whatever the situation is and they're escalating. We have to find out more to the story. We have to be able to see it from their perspective. To do it, go back to training from last week, which was you have to be able to Q-tip, quit taking it personally. It's never about you. When someone's in a moment of upset, they just want to have someone else see it from their perspective and truly understand what's upsetting them so much. So you have to A, 
walk in their shoes, see it from their perspective, quit taking it personally, realize it's not about you, no matter how they're showing up, it's not about you. If that lady would have handled it with me knowing it wasn't about her, it was, it was nothing about her until she started combating me, all she had to do was be like, yes, I get it, that's disruptive. Let, let me send some, let me go check on that right away. She didn't, okay? So walk in their shoes, Q-tip, and don't try and argue or convince the other person why they're wrong or shouldn't be upset. That's where she made the big mistake. She started to argue with me. She started, you know, all she needed to do was exactly what her manager did. All she needed to do was see my perspective. And Mir, he was like, wow, on your vacation, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that is super frustrating. I can understand why you were so upset. That is unacceptable. Okay, there's no arguing, you just go with it. And the way you do it is what he did. You state the obvious. When you imagine what it is from their perspective, you don't argue or convince them why they shouldn't be upset. Your kid falls down and hurts their leg and what do we say so often? You're okay, you're okay. And then they cry louder. Instead, it's like you felt that you state the obvious. You fell down and and scraped your knee and now it's all red and it's hurting and you so you came over here. That must really hurt. Can I blow on it? Can I get you something? Do you just need a hug? That must really hurt. Not you're okay. Here, come over here. How can I help? Next thing you know, you got a kid running off. They're like, I'm fine. But if you argue with them, you're okay, you're okay, then they, they cry louder. No one wants to be argued with and have their feelings invalidated. So we gotta stop doing that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work and all it does is exacerbate the upset and turn the person into the crazy person like I was turned into when she was arguing with me. So let's all channel that inner hotel manager and and imagine being in that person's shoes, walking in their shoes and even going as far as stating what that is, what you're imagining that is um, don't argue or try to convince them to feel a different way, right? And state the obvious. Just say whatever it is you can see they're experiencing. You fell down. You, it looks like you scraped your knee. That must really hurt. You seem upset. You got woken up at six o'clock in the morning on your vacation. That's super frustrating. I'd be upset too. I get it. That's it. So seeing their perspective. When somebody is upset, you want to see their perspective. You want to let them know you see their perspective by following these three steps. These three steps. Don't try to convince or argue. You got a Q-tip. You got to walk in their shoes. Don't try to convince or argue and state the obvious. All right. Hope this is helpful. I'll put a link to a free copy of my book if you guys want to hear more of these tips. And um, there's going to be another training coming soon about what to do next. Have you read my book, The Parent Gap? Have you listened to my book, The Parent Gap? I doubt you've listened because my publisher hasn't released it yet on Audible. However, I have the audio version of The Parent Gap that I would love to send to you. You can download it at mastermindparenting.com forward slash book. That's mastermindparenting.com forward slash book for your free audio version of The Parent Gap. You're welcome. Bye.